What's up, everybody? Episode 73 of the Icebox Pod. We are back, as always, for another episode. And we seem to be, in our future, some talk about the Chicago sports card spectacular, or not so spectacular as it may be, uh, as I may have been tipped off to. Nonetheless, cool cards from that uh, match trip there will be recapped, and I'll probably have a couple of things to say along the way, but Matt, how are we doing? Pretty good. Honestly, exhausted from Chicago. It's a long or it's it's tiring. It's like a long day kind of when you're working Monday through Friday, drive to Chicago right after work Friday, trade Ooh. night Friday. Oh you're up till, you're up till like two AM. Oh and then you wake up at seven for a show. It's it's a grind. I mean I had a good time, but it definitely catches up to you for sure. That is an aggressive schedule. Yeah, it was very aggressive, but it it was fun. I mean, I enjoy doing it, but yeah, definitely. I mean, my body probably doesn't enjoy it a ton, but it is what it is. Yeah, that's well, at least you made it to the show. Impressive, honestly, the driving after work and then still going to the trade night is commitment. Yeah, yeah, it was it was. It was a commitment, but. Got back at a decent time on Saturday, so. On Saturday? Yeah, we came back on Saturday, so we went to the show Saturday. Um, Got back, like, maybe 8 o'clock. Oh, that's nice, and then you had Sunday. Yeah, so not, so not like, horrible. And, you, but, well, I mean, you Sunday's left to take care of whatever personal business was slighted for that weekend, and then right. it's jammed into that day. Yep. Yeah. Um the trade night was interesting. Uh it was horrible. But well it was, it was were fun there a lot of pe- we got to set the scene. Were there a lot of people for the trade night? Yeah. I would say there were a lot of people. Or uh like about what I expected. Okay, about what we expected. So may did you go to Shipshawana trade night or no? I forget. No, I was never able to make the Shipshawana trade night. Okay. Well, if any of the listeners did, it was about the same pe- amount of people as like Shipshawana trade night. Maybe like, yeah, I'd say probably about the same. So not, not terrible, but it was all. And I had, I haven't seen this in a long time. It was all like, like junk slabs kind of. Like there was a lot of like ten dollar to fifteen dollar slabs, like just Rui Hachimura base prism PSA tens. Yeah, like Colby White's. Oh, that's another going. Seiku Dumboya is so low that probably yeah. not even counted. Yeah, like it was. Yeah, that part honest honestly surprised me. So you say normally you just don't see that stuff. Normally it's tucked away somewhere, not at these trade nights. I mean, I see it, but not if it's at a trade night. It's like maybe twenty percent of the trade night, but it was like eighty. Like there was there so many junk slabs. Like there was a lot, and then the rest, I'd say, 
maybe like 15% way overpriced. Um, classic card show, classic like better stuff. And then there was like 5%, like barely priced stuff. And I mean, there was a lot of times where, cause I just decided, right. Like if someone's overpriced, I'm just going to offer. And, and they don't try. If you're I'm there, like, you made the effort yeah. to be at the show. Right. Like I decided that at this trade night, like I'm going to tell them where comps are and tell them where I want to be. And if they like it, then sweet. But if they don't, then it just is what it is. Cause if they're yeah, high, and like there was a couple times where like, I thought I offered honestly pretty strong and they would always, and I mean, they, they said I offered pretty strong. They would always be like, yeah, that's a pretty good offer. But like I'm into it for more, and I'm like, okay, bro. Like, why don't you just take the pretty good offer then and move on? Like, if you, and like that's what they would say too. Like, they would say they would acknowledge that it was a good offer. So then, in my mind, it's like, why would you not just take a good offer? I mean, especially if it's something that you're taking to a trade night, attempting to part with. Right. Obviously, they want to move it because they're bringing it to a trade. Yeah, night. I could understand being into something high and not wanting to move it because you like it. But that's yeah. not the case with something you took to trade night. Yeah, like if you have some insane like Brady card that's like your PC grail or something. Yeah. Maybe you don't want to move it. But like if you're bringing it to a trade night, to me then it's like you should be ready to wheel and deal. Yeah. And yeah, I don't. And what I, I always, something that I always pay attention to at trade nights and shows is because is are deals happening like around me? Hmm. Because I can strike out at a trade night, but it can still be like a really good trade night. Like maybe there just wasn't something for me. Mm-hmm. But I didn't witness any like cash come out. Like no, like I didn't witness any deals even. Yeah, that's a little sus, especially at such know, a I'm... large show. Yeah, like some of these trade nights, it's like I don't get anything, but it's like I can see people trading and see people like wheeling and dealing. Mm-hmm. But I felt like it was honestly more of a like, like a social event almost. Yeah. Like a, put out your cards and then like someone will sit at a table with you and like put out their cards and then you just like talk to them, which yeah. is fine. Like I talked to a lot of people there that I knew from Instagram or like whatever friends mm-hmm. and stuff, but I don't know. There comes a certain point where you want to leave with something new or you want to like do some kind of deal. Yeah. I mean, it'd be nice. Achieve the goal of the trade night. Yeah. So did, did you make any pick? You said you no pickups for you at the trade night. The only, well, I did the Babe Ruth trade. That oh, was the and only. that was a trade at the trade night. Yeah, so that was that was pretty good. That was the easiest deal I've ever done in my life. Wow, uh, a pre- a pretty big card. So thirty three Gaudi, right? Right. And it's the uh the up close green one. There's four of them. Yeah, apparently, honestly, I knew nothing about the cards. What? You didn't know there's four? There's well, the yellow I'm... one. There's the light green, I think it is. The one where he's standing with the bat, which I think is the best one. 
I could be wrong. It might not be light green, but there's one. The one that I got is like kind of like, oh, that's. I'm not. I see it. I'm not. Gonna, oh wait, it's yellow. I think that might just be the camera because it's. I think it's definitely green. Okay, it's deep green. But there's four of those, and I think there's one that's decently superior to the others. Yeah, and it's not the one I got. It's, it's not the, the one, one you got. That's confirmed, yeah. It's the one that's more like zoomed out, right? Where he's like hitting. He's got the bag. Yes, I think that's the desired one. So there's a red one where he's swinging, but it's zoomed in. And then there's a really zoomed out one where he's swinging, which I think is the best one. I could be wrong. And I could just be spreading lies but at least that's how i understand it but so how what'd you trade for it got to you gotta fill us in i traded my Le- well okay so this is kind of interesting i took a lebron out of the pc which one my exquisite auto exquisite auto that you had yeah it was a second year one i don't even know if i remember you having this yeah, horizontal. I'm trying to think when I bought it. I bought it on Golden a while ago for a pretty good deal, I thought. What um, is it? A 2004 exquisite LeBron auto? Yeah, there was like not really any comps on it. And honestly, I just wanted to move it for something that had comps. And that Ruth actually had had comps. I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah, they definitely do. Yeah, like Wait, is, it th- is it this guy? Yeah. I've I've seen that one before. Okay. Yeah, so I moved that. Um yeah, that was such an easy deal, which was so nice. So do you trade it just like I don't know. I, I guess I'm not gonna make you reveal the price or terms of the transaction, but you put up a card, he put up a card, may or may not have been cash and deal was done. Yeah, like it was like maybe 10 minute deal and eight of those minutes were him just showing me stuff that's in his PC. Wow, that is awesome. Yeah, this guy's collection was insane. Was that not like his only good card? Oh no. He he didn't even bring his good stuff. <sighs> yeah, th- he had two of those. Dang. Yeah, it's kind of business. So did you take the better one? The one you took, I believe, is a PSA two with marks on it. Yeah, I took the better of the two. Because the other one was a one. But all, like, the damage was on Ruth's uh, face. Oh, you hate to see it. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely, I didn't really want that one. I, I just feel like that one would be so hard to move. Like, it takes the right person to want that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I almost feel like that's a card where if I were to get it, I'd honestly just want to like get it at such a good value where I could just auction it off and like be fine. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's understandable. Like, I don't even really want, I don't know, his face. Like, it was, yeah, there was a lot of smoke. Yeah. But yeah, the guy had an insane collection. It was, it was crazy. There was, so it was weird, right? Because, 
there were, he was like the only guy with vintage at the trade night. The show, 80% vintage, I bet. Whoa, what? 70, maybe like 75%. Like, dude, it's like the Pittsburgh show, 80% there vintage. So, there was so much vintage. You probably saw was, so many 52 mantles. Actually, no. Really? I actually didn't see like, I didn't see any 52 mantles. I mean, not that I was like really looking for them, I guess. And I didn't see any 48 leaf jackies either. Cause I actually do look for those just to see like, I like to see like what people are asking for them and like how many are available and stuff like that. Age, But yeah, I didn't, I'm trying to think what I saw a lot. I saw a lot of Jim Brown rookies. Oh, okay. And those got weird. I didn't realize how far those were down. Um, because they never knew what they were up to. A guy had an SGC three, and his. I looked at his sticker, and I was like, "Holy crap, that's a steal!" And I was like, "I'll check comps." He was like twenty five percent over comps, and I was like, "Dude, these cards got crushed." Like I had no idea. So those are down a lot. I mean, everything's kind of down a lot, but that really like stuck out to me. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there were so many of those, so many. And there, there'd just be like some dealers that would have like eight of them. Like there, it seems like that's a card that like people buy in like, like you either have none of them or you just have like eight. Jeez. That's what I'm telling you. Some of these vintage guys have a ton of copies of some cards. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, There was a lot of unique stuff at the show that I was... It's just cool to see. Like, there was a lot of, like, bat barrels. Oh, um, that's awesome. Like, bat knobs. There was a couple of those, too. Like, I... I just like looking at stuff like that. Honestly, I thought they were all pretty overpriced, like compared to like comparable players and stuff, but it's still cool to see. Yeah, some of that is cool to see. And that's the type of stuff you get afforded to see at a bigger show. Right. Yeah, it was. I would say it was a lot of younger collectors, too. I would say that, which I think that's probably a a good thing. Like there's nothing wrong with it. Now, I hear, though, that there was some cause for concern at this show. Yeah. I mean, when I left, it's kind of like, like, where do you think the market's going? I don't know. Like, when when I left, honestly, what I thought is, like, there's still room for, like, some of the, like, a lot of this stuff to go down, honestly. Yeah. Like, like there's certain stuff that I think has has kind of hit its low point. Um, but then there was like a lot of stuff there where it's like, man, like this card is this price, and like no one's really touching it, and it's kind yeah. Like, a lot of that's the stuff are, that's yeah. when when the volume or the speed at which something sells slows down it's all even if the prices aren't dramatically impacted that's definitely something you take note of and you're like so this is not flying off the shelves like it used to 
Yeah, like one guy had a like a Josh Allen field level silver ten. Mm-hmm. And I mean the last comp was like sixteen hundred or something like that. And he mm-hmm. wanted like fourteen hundred. Or I think he wanted fifteen hundred. But he was firm. And I was like, yeah. Like cool price, like, but it's just not really for me. Like I don't really care to buy a Josh Allen card at like just a hundred dollars less than comps. Like Yeah. Then but it's like don't like a year ago, that would have flown. I mean, I think it just was slightly different when stuff was rising in value so fast that you felt like if you didn't buy it, then you were going to miss your chance. It was you're missing out on profit by not buying it. You were yeah. losing money by not buying it. Right. Yeah, it's it's different now. It's definitely. It's definitely tough, like. it It's harder to. That was the first show I think I've been at in a couple months where it was actually like pretty hard to buy because like six, six or eight, eight months ago, mm-hmm. you'd hear people like talking about, oh, shows are really bad right now. Nobody wants to take losses. Like you can't buy anything. Yeah, sure. Um, but then like we kind of got away from that for like yeah, a while. I would say so. Like Ship Shawana, the last Ship Shawana show. I killed that show. Like ev- everybody I went with did. Like we all did great. And then, like Lansing has been great recently. But like for mm-hmm. some odd reason, that show was like back to like eight months ago, where like everyone was like not gonna take losses and not gonna. Yeah, that seems like slightly older talk that we don't hear as much these days. Right. I mean, you still hear about the dealers being overpriced, but like. You really used to hear about it in spring 22. Oh, yeah. It used to be everybody. Which I guess is a year ago now. Yeah, I think I think the only thing that would really appeal to me about the Chicago show is setting up to buy. I think there was probably stuff walking around that room that was like mm. pretty good deals. But obviously walking around, it's harder to... Yeah, you don't necessarily have the front to just bring, get some of the deal flow moving through. I did put a sticky note on my back in trade night. That's did you funny. see that? I did see that on Instagram. Yeah. Well, you know, actually- much like asking someone with an overpriced card, this is what comps are. I'm offering this. What are your thoughts? Can't hurt. Yeah. I mean, I had a couple people like, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Like, I had, like, some guy, like, come up to me, and he's like, so I read your sticky note on your back. Like, you want to look at my stuff? <laughs> yeah, sure, let's do it. So it actually did, like, kind of work a little bit. I didn't buy anything off it. But, I mean, I mean but I, it at least pro- brought stuff to your attention. Yeah, like, I got to look at stuff, which, I mean, that's really what the goal is. So, I don't know. I thought it was it was interesting. It honestly made me think. Like, should I be wearing like a shirt around these shows that says like buy percent <laughs> of comps or something? Like I'm I honestly thought about it. Because it might look stupid and it might it might be stupid, but I mean at the end of the day, if it works and I'm making money, that's I would I would wear a stupid shirt for a day to make some money. Yeah. I mean, and it's at like a card show. Like it's not all... out 
with all your best friends from high school who are like, what the heck are you doing? Yeah, like it's all like we're all in the same boat kind of here at these cards. Oh, shows. absolutely. So I don't even think anyone. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I'm kind of thinking about it, honestly. I don't know if that's a good idea, but. But you came away with a Ruth. And a lot of vintage, but maybe not as many deals as you would like to have seen. Yeah, not. It, it was interesting too. You can like you can walk around that room for like fifteen minutes, and you could have told me that a baseball was coming up. That's so that was interesting too. And that's not a knock on the show; like that's just how it works. But it, it was just interesting to me. Like you can tell that baseball is coming up. You can tell. That people are actually excited about it, I think. And I think that based on the show, there's actually some baseball cards that I think are actually going to go on a run. Wow. I don't know. I don't know which cards they'll be. Like, I just don't know enough about baseball. But there's definitely like a lot of interest around baseball. So the I thought World was- Baseball Classic has actually stirred up more interest than I expected. Yeah, I see highlights of that every day. And I don't yeah. even know if I've ever seen a World Baseball Classic highlight. <laughs> it has drawn a lot of eyeballs. Yeah, like that Trey Turner Grand Slam was huge. Yeah, no, this stuff's all over the place. Did you see that Trey Turner said that that was the loudest he's ever heard a stadium? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And they were, they were like, this dude's played in 40 post-game postseason games and a world series yeah he did he won a world series too yeah and he's that's the loudest he's ever heard a stadium that's i think he won a world series he was on that team i think pretty sure on the yeah. do- on the uh, nationals when they won with soto i think he was hard to remember but that's I mean, nuts that just shows you the passion that's behind that world baseball classic man yeah there's a lot of passion i I saw, um, I want to say it was like Puerto Rico. They're like, viewer ratings were like insane. Yeah, it's wild. I was was watching it pretty much. I mean, it's truly insane. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I I don't know. I I almost want to get into it, like watch a game or something. Maybe I should too, honestly. It's kind of fun. Yeah, but yeah. They televise most of it. I honestly have no idea. I think they do. Because they're probably but, weird times, right? Or where where do they play? No, 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 no. Some of them are Miami. Oh. I don't know. I don't know where the other ones are. It's it's like basically well, I guess it's around the world because you have Japan, Great Britain, obviously yeah. a lot of Latin American countries. Right. But I don't know. I, I know that they definitely play in Miami. Okay. I yes, can that confirm would... that. Yeah, maybe I'll try to catch a game. It's probably almost over, right? I got I don't remember. I don't know. I I'm exposing how little I know about this by talking on it. I but... want to say it's like the quarterfinals or something. I uh, yeah, I think they're consolidating to one city right now. Uh, I'm I I could look like an absolute fool to anyone who's actually been watching this, but you know. Can't watch everything. I've been watching the Penguins suffer instead. Right. Yeah, either way, baseball cards, 
I don't know. It could get interesting. It could. Seems like, seems like there's some excitement. Which that's I bought funny. a I bought a one dollar baseball card for fun the other day. On eBay. Yeah. What was that? It's just I have it here. I don't know if you can see. Uh, it's not. It's gonna be hard to see. Oh, it is. It's an oh, Andrew yeah. McCutcheon. But it's like the stadium is in the background. It's a cool picture. Tops Chrome. That. Oh, that. I'm surprised that's not Stadium Club. That looks like Stadium Club. Yeah, it's an insert set in 16 Tops Chrome. I think it is. Also, shout out this guy. Best packaging I've ever seen with the eBay standard envelope. Really? Card saver with cardboard sandwiched in a second envelope. Sandwiched in a piece of paper, tightly packed around it. Uh, very impressive. Yeah, for a dollar card, that's sweet. It was wild. Oh, I also got back my uh, Crosby Auto that was damaged in the fire, if we remember those days. Oh, yeah. Do, do you remember? If listeners remember the story, it was yeah. run over in a in a processing plant. The top loader was burned. The guy said he could not get the card out. Clearly he did because he delivered it to me in a mag. Dude, this guy, the Canadians, too good. So I sold it. And between what UPS or USPS refunded me, I did not buy insurance. They refunded me $100. They they mailed me a check for $100. And then I appealed to try to get the full amount and it was declined. So I was like, well, take my hundred bucks. I paid zero dollars for the insurance, but it was mail priority mail and they destroyed it. I was worried that technically we don't know they destroyed it. Technically, their counterpart in Canada could have destroyed it. But nonetheless, got my eBay fees refunded. I paid the guy back. I was out some money and I was like, hey. Why don't you mail it back to me since I've refunded you? He was like, okay. Send it priority mail. Send it in a mag. I've got it here. Is it a All things up? considered looks pretty good, right? Yeah, it actually doesn't have terrible Dude, eye appeal. There's the damage. You can see there's like a chunk out of it. Oh. I honestly thought it was going to be way worse. I honestly thought it was going same. To be I thought I was going to be missing. I thought I was going to be missing an entire like semi like quarter of a circle yeah. in this corner. Is it, a, is it a sticker auto? No, it's on card. Hmm. Isn't that wild? Yeah, that honestly that looks uh better than I thought it would. All things so. I honestly I've gotten to the end of this pretty satisfied to be honest. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a little beat up, but like, I don't know. I basically threw my card and had someone cut, make a small incision with some scissors and I got paid $150 for it. So <laughs> I don't know. It joins uh my collection of cards that were damaged, but I kept anyway after a refund. <laughs> yeah. It, it's a, it's yeah. a growing PC now has two cards in it. That's funny. I honestly thought it was going to be like charred and like... Dude, I thought I was going to be missing the entire corner. I was prepared to open this and be depressed about (laughs) what it looked like. I was prepared to be like open it and be like just like absolute pain that such a nice card was damaged. And then I opened it and I was like, 
I'm actually pretty satisfied. Like, this is way better than I expected. Right. Dude mailed it to me in a mag. So you gained a mag out of it, too. I did gain a mag out of it. It's not even scratched. It's brand new. Oh, I remember how big of a deal uh, mags used to be. I almost sold a card on eBay today because of a mag. Really? I I remember, like, we negotiate those into our deals. A guy haggled with me over a mag on eBay today. Really? He's like, is that mag included in this? And I'm like, yeah, I think it's a pretty good price considering the mag comes with. He's like, yo, what a steal. And then he offered <laughs> me $2 for it, even though it came with a mag. And I was like, dude. He had to yeah. pay shipping, obviously, but he offered $2 plus shipping. Yeah, we had to, we'd always negotiate that into our deals. Like, Mags are important. Yeah, it's like, nope, I'm taking this out and putting it in a top loader. <laughs> You're like, whoa. This reminds me, you know what's insane? There's this local, I don't know how, local guy, we'll just say, who's a little bit cheap. And rumor is, not a rumor, because it's confirmed by the guy who bought it. So this guy, right, was at a card show. And a guy that I know, who I'm like pretty good friends with, I'd say, bought a Derek Jeter, whatever that like tops rookie is of him. It's like 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. And gave him like 10 bucks for it. And the dude took the $10 bill took the Jeter out of the top loader and handed it to him. Isn't Dang. that Hope he got a penny slave. Uh he actually threw it back at him. He threw the card at him? The guy who bought it, yeah. And he's like, just keep the ten dollars. I don't even want this card. <laughs> he's like, you're so cheap. <laughs> and like he like damaged the card or something because he was so mad. But he's like, Yeah, I'm never buying from you again or something like that. But yeah, he took it out of the top loader. Wow. And that's next level cheapness. Yeah, it's insane. I the first time I heard that story, I, I laughed so hard. Like, can you actually imagine? Like, what would your reaction be? I'd be like, I'd be like, Well, how do you expect me to carry this? <laughs> yeah. Without the top <laughs> so- loader, man. I couldn't wow. imagine ever doing that to somebody. That's pretty scummy. <laughs> yeah, it's so hilarious. Just wow. Like it just can you just imagine like selling somebody a card and just taking it out? It oh. was tap top loader was probably yellow too. And it was yellow oh, and yeah, old. Sure. And he was like, I, I can't be giving these away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's God. so on that chaotic note, do we wrap? Yeah, I think so. Hopefully, next week is the goal for a PWCC update, but we'll see what happens because this week was the original goal. But something may or may not be holding that up, and we'll get into that next week. Yeah, hate to see it. You hate to see it. And with <laughs> that, we'll conclude episode 73. Thank you, as always, guys, for listening, and we'll see you in a week.